You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome, everyone. Thanks again for joining us for another Liz in Detroit podcast. It's been quite a while since my last. Um, A lot has happened. We've got a new president, and I think I was recovering from a lot of that political stuff. But only to bring forth some great news and a great show for you today. Um, One of the things I was working on for this year's worth of podcasts is to really seek out um, individuals that I feel have made a big impact with all the things that I do here in the city of Detroit, as well as have made amazing strides themselves in the work and the efforts they do to continue to bring strong business into the city and encourage people to do alike. Um, So without further ado, I'd like to welcome you all to Liz Blondie, who is here today on my show. Yay! And for those of you who don't know Liz, Liz is is the proud owner, proprietor of K9 to 5, which is an incredible doggy daycare, um, cleaning dog, dog obedience um, business um, that started in the city of Detroit and thankfully has actually branched out into Ferndale and possibly other cities to follow. But aside from that amazing feat and and incredible business that she has, um, she also started an incredible business called Open City with another fellow fabulous Detroiter, uh, Claire Nelson. So today I, I really want you to learn more about the, the fabulous business that Liz has as well as the influence that she has had in the Detroit marketplace for other entrepreneurs because um, she's an amazing role model for others um, in starting businesses um, within the city of Detroit. So thank you, Liz, for being here. Thank you, Liz. That was a lovely introduction. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, so we've been friends, too, for, for some time. And um, actually around the time that I first got my dog, I remember when you were opening up K9 to 5. So to give... All of us out there that don't know much about your story, give us you know a brief story as to how this whole thing came about with your fabulous doggy daycare business. Yeah, definitely. So K9 to 5 opened in 2005 in Midtown, and it kind of happened almost by coincidence. Uh, in 2003, I was in telecommunication sales, wasn't really loving it, kind of trying to figure out what I was going to be when I grew up. <laughs> and I was talking to a couple... They lived in southwest Detroit at the time. She was going to school in Ann Arbor. He was working in Lansing. And they told me that they were taking their dog to daycare every day or mm-hmm. on their way to Lansing, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so I said, well, wh- where are you going? And he said, oh, it's in Farmington Hills. It's kind of on the way. And I said, what do you pay for that a day? And he said, 25 a day. And I had never heard of dog daycare. Uh, I couldn't believe that somebody was paying $25 a day to take their dog to daycare. Sure. But later that night, I got home and I looked at my boyfriend, now husband, and said, that I think that's what I want to do. I think I want to open up a dog day here in Detroit. <laughs> uh, so that was in November of 2003, and K9 to 5 opened in May of 2005. Wow. How did you even come about getting the facility that you still have to this day, and, and thankfully have even expanded on um, in, in Detroit? How did that all come about? Did you find it was easier back then to get that property than if you it was you, Liz, trying to do that today? Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, really was just a lot of driving around. Mm-hmm. Um, just dri- I knew kind of I wanted to be very close to downtown. I wanted to be near Wayne State. 
I wanted to be near the DMC. I wanted super easy on, easy off freeway access. So I kind of, I was looking a little bit in Corktown, um, but mostly in Midtown just because of the proximity to all those things that I just listed. Mm -hmm. So just kind of randomly driving around, driving around, came across this unassuming little warehouse, um, put quite a bit of work into it. It didn't really have, it didn't have power, it didn't have water, it didn't have heat. Uh, so really put everything into it. Opened in May, um, in May of 2006, a year after we had been open, mm -hmm. Birdtown Pet Shop, which was the pet shop on the corner of Cass and Peterborough that had been there since the 50s, came and asked me if I would purchase their business. So I purchased Birdtown and moved its services into our building as okay. well. So we we outgrew our building quite some time ago. Mm -hmm. And then... The ability for you to expand where you are now, which pretty much encompasses um, having a much larger outdoor access for the doggy play yard in addition to the indoor facility for the same, right? Yep. So originally when I got the building, we had about 1,500 square feet of outdoor play space. Um, about three years later, I purchased the property to the north of the building from the city of Detroit, and we turned that into our outdoor play area. Mm -hmm. So then we had about 8,000 square feet. And then in 2011, I purchased the property to the south of the building, which is now our outdoor play area, and that's about 16,000 square feet. So securing all that space now, is there? do you think you're going to be able to expand further and where you're at now or need to? Or is your focus on, again, establishing this brand fabulous business and open up in other locations? So actually, the property that I purchased in 2011 was with the intent to build an addition because we had already started to outgrow our space. Um, it didn't happen right away. K9 to 5 Ferndale happened instead, mm -hmm. which turned out to definitely be the right decision. Uh, so I am actually working on closing my SBA loan in the next few weeks to start the long-awaited K9 to 5 Detroit edition on Cass Avenue. And what will that include? That will include an additional 55 uh, kennel runs or boarding runs. We do overnight boarding. We've got mm -hmm. somebody there overnight every night. Uh, and just it will give us more space. I mean, I know that you've been there with your dogs before. It's pretty tight. Mm -hmm. um, we see about 100 dogs a day in daycare. And so when six people walk in at once to pick up or drop off, it's a pretty tight spot. We've got about 15 to 17 people working at a time. So we're bumping into each other. We need more space for sure. When you created this great business, how, like, what, what did you use as guides, tools? Who did you talk to to kind of create this formula for your business? So I learned a couple different ways. Uh, you know me pretty well. Mm -hmm. You know I'm not shy. Right. So I'll walk up to any random stranger and be like, hey, can you help me? You seem like you're an expert in this subject. Can you sit here and talk to me about it? Mm -hmm. um, so I was fortunate that. A lot of dog daycare owners across the country, um, specifically in Ohio, Colorado, uh, had let me come visit and ask them questions. And then also just mentors in the city of Detroit, Lee Paget from Cafe Detroit at that time, um, Joel Landy, Scott Lowell, just people that, you know, Sue Mosey from Midtown Inc., formerly the UCCA, were just so patient and kind and really talked with me about how to build a business in the city of Detroit, how to navigate working with the city, um, just Everything. I mean, mm -hmm. I, ha I had no idea how to open a business. And it's mm -hmm. through the, the intelligence and the generosity of others that I know what I'm doing. So from this huge venture, where in this whole scheme of things did this 
fabulous now ever growing concept of open city, which works a lot in promoting young entrepreneurs in the same capacity, like giving them the guidance of the how to's, the what's and where's for wanting to start businesses. Where did that fall into this whole thing? Because, of course, like you're already busy and right. now you're doing this whole other, you know, um, branch of, yeah. of teaching and, and assistance for other people. So I'm a big believer kind of in like what goes around comes around. Yeah. So as I said, so many people had been so forthcoming and generous with information um, and so patient with me as I asked question after question after question. So in 2006 or 2007, my friend Claire Nelson opened her shop, the Bureau of Urban Living on West Canfield. And she and I, you know, frequently would talk about how fortunate we were to have these resources. And wouldn't it be great if other people who wanted to open small businesses in the city of Detroit would also have these resources available to them. Uh, so we held our first meeting in 2007, I believe, at Cliff Bells. And God, I, it doesn't seem like it was I that know, long right? ago. I think that uh, Jackie Victor was one of our first speakers, yep. Jackie Victor from Avalon. Mm -hmm. And we would have a, a, a topic, I guess, every month where you know we would talk about real estate we would talk about financing we'd talk about marketing we'd talk about you know the legalities of opening a small business so people would come we would have you know we'd gather experts um, and it was just kind of a Q&A panel discussion Q&A lots of great connections were made through Open City so Claire and I did Open City together for maybe 3 or 4 years right and then, and then I got busy she got busy so um the Detroit Creative Corridor, I mm -hmm. think, took over it for mm -hmm. a year or two. And then it's been with Built for the last three or four years. And they've done a great job of carrying it, you know, carrying the tradition on. Mm -hmm. I think this year they actually took Open City on the road. So they were out in some of the neighborhoods talking to entrepreneurs there. It's just an amazing resource because I think I've, I feel, be, and you and I both know that they're there are other types of events or fundraisers that that are now like Motor City Match and um, oh god, what's the other one? And I'm totally Hatch. drawing Hatch. Thank you. Yep. You know that are kind of to facilitate the same things um, and then winners, and you not even have to be the top winner. You can still get monies to help put towards a business plan and have resources of of mentors to talk to regarding businesses. And so I'm just glad to see that that's flourished so far in you know and it has gotten i i feel even stronger it definitely you know, has with i think having a lot more backing um but there's still i think a level of grassroots to it even still that makes it really still genuine mm -hmm. you know definitely i think that um the entrepreneur community in detroit has really grown i think that i was at a restaurant a few weeks ago and my dad was talking to the waiter college kid and he said oh you know what are you going to school for? And the kid said, Oh, I'm going to school to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> and I never really thought of like, I don't, I don't think of myself as an entrepreneur. I actually just think of myself as a small business owner. Sure. And I didn't think to myself, I want to start a small business. I thought I want to start a, a dog daycare. So yeah. I think people now see small business ownership um, as something that they just, they really want to do. Uh, it's just a matter of coming up with the right idea and working really, really hard. What was some of the, the the bigger struggles you had like early on that you were able to get through and then you know when you were going through saying the various phases of your growth and or expansion into Ferndale 
for one. So it's a loaded question. The second is like, what, what still challenges do you face today that is an ever growing process to keep your business strong? You know, so to answer your first question, I think that back in, you know, 2007, 2008, 2009, my biggest challenge was growing the business. Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't a great time financially. It wasn't a great time for the automotive industry. It just really wasn't a great time for Detroit. Mm -hmm. So that was a really big focus during those years. Um, and then, you know, 2011, 12, it was just kind of managing our growth. Mm -hmm. And then when I opened up K9 to 5 Ferndale in 2013, it was, okay, now I'm figuring out what it's like to have two locations. And then K9 to 5 Ferndale grew very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. I feel very fortunate that I was able to kind of experiment on K9 to 5 Detroit because if I had just opened K9 to 5 Ferndale and, you know, had 30 dogs a day by the end of the first month, mm -hmm. I would have had no clue what I was doing. So sure. we outgrew that space really quick. Uh, within the first year, I started looking for a building in Ferndale to purchase. Mm -hmm. So we, we opened in Ferndale in a 6,000 square foot building and we now operate on Nine Mile in a 22,000 square foot building. So... And we're filling up. That's fantastic. Yep. And what's the number of dogs in the new location like you take per day? Uh, in Ferndale? Yeah. In we Ferndale? can take about 150 a day. Wow. We don't get 150 a day, yeah. but we can take up to that. And the staff at that location? Uh, there's about 30. It usually is between 30 and 32 employees per location. So that's actually when you ask me what my biggest challenge is yeah. now. 100% my biggest challenge is managing people. Sure. Um, it's not a bad challenge. Yeah. But it is... Not something that I really thought that much about when I chose to open my own business. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely been something that I've had to make a really conscious effort to learn more about and to find the right people to hire in as managers. We recently just brought on our first HR person full time. Wow. It's a miracle. She's amazing. That's fantastic. Yep. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, lots of lots of people, you know, and lots of people. And then also the product that we're selling is very emotional to some people. Sure. Because they think of their dog as their family member yeah. or as their baby. So we're caring for people's babies and that's important. You know, that's yeah. a huge responsibility that we have been gifted with. So we need to do the best job that we can. As far as connecting like who your client base is, um, did you find that a lot of people that might have been commuting for downtown now that you're located in Ferndale have switched? Like how how do you feel you're getting the word out there the best or who is your who is your typical client if there isn't if there is such a a demographic My out there? My typical client is a woman between the ages of 30 24 and 35. At yeah. least this is what the internet tells me. <laughs> That's my typical client. Um in in when we first opened at K9 to 5 Ferndale, we saw a little bit of attrition from K9 to 5 Detroit. So that was a little bit concerning to me, but as you very well know, mm -hmm. downtown Detroit's residential population and worker population have both grown a tremendous amount in the last two or three years. So it was nice to be able to take some of the dogs from K95 Detroit, send them to Ferndale to create more space for all of these people moving downtown either for work or to live. And I know that... Um like you said, you got influenced by and, and had support from Lee Paget with Cafe Detroit. And I know with her initial business cafe, that's where people usually met and did business. But I also know K9 to 5 was also when you had like, I think it was Thursday nights or Tuesday nights. Oh, Dog Park. Dog Park. 
you've actually created marriages, boyfriends, and girlfriends from I that know, it's event. Great. So it's like it's amazing. So the strength <coughs> of the community is to me very far beyond you know just caring for the dogs. So you're offering a great for the community and a source for outlet. And you still have what? What's you still do doggy style? <laughs> oh, we do. Uh, my friend Joe Posh, who's the owner of Hugh and I, uh, and our friend Robert Nelson have a monthly event at the park bar doggy style it's a good time you should check it out and you can sometimes bring your dog right yes that's fantastic and then we've also started doing maybe eight years ago nine years ago we started doing an event called drinking with dogs yes and that runs may through october and it actually is a night at the bar where you can bring your dog and then you also do the walks right we do we do pack walks along the river walk during the colder months it's a monthly walk Mm -hmm. but once april hits i think uh, it becomes a weekly walk. We meet on Sunday mornings at 1030 at Rivard Plaza. The walk lasts about an hour. Mm-hmm. But it's nice because, you know, a lot of people still don't feel entirely comfortable coming downtown on their own. Mm-hmm. So the pack walks give them the opportunity to come downtown with their dog, mm-hmm. which gives them a sense of security. The The walk is guided by a representative from K9 to 5. So that gives them the opportunity to kind of have somebody to show them what to do. Mm-hmm. And then there's a bunch of other dog lovers there. So I have found that dogs are a lovely uniting force in people. Um, 60% of Americans have a dog. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong when you ask somebody, hey, do you have any pictures of your dog on your phone? <laughs> people just, it just brings them such joy. You know, it makes them so happy. Yeah. So I'm lucky that I have such a fun thing to sell. Yeah. Well, I know when I had my first and glorious companion watson watson <clears throat> can't if i was a godsend with my long hours to bring him there and he loved it he got best doggy for the day many oh. a time and that makes me very happy and i'm happy to say that our new addition to the family little little red baron will soon be coming too he's a husky right yes he is and we, he needs to be run liz we have a chased. ton of baby huskies all of okay, a sudden good he's six months and he's ready Baby Huskies so and Baby Great Danes seem to be the breeds that we're seeing the most of right now, and Doodles and Pipples. Got it. Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, I, as we see, okay, and now as the businesses are growing, technology. We see we're all, you know, looking at our smartphones or anything. Um, how, I know, is it is it big for people to be able to spy on their pets while they're at work? Like, yes. <laughs> it's huge. We have webcams. Um, they are both a blessing and a curse. It's great <laughs> to be able to invite people in to peek in on their dog during the day. Um, the term helicopter parent completely applies to dog owners, <laughs> just like human parents. Um, but, you know, we're not hiding anything. Mm-hmm. So we're pretty open. I think I'm just a really open person. And sure. I think that I've kind of spread that value throughout my business. So we are putting it out there for customers to see. I wonder if you could even do a doggy drone. Probably. <laughs> we have put a GoPro on a dog before just to okay. kind of get a dog's eye view of what the day is like. It's cute. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, I'm so proud that you are able to come on the show today and share so much with us. Um, and again, you're such a success story yourself with what you've accomplished. Thank you. With that being said, it was just, you know, again, this year is the seventh year that the business will be open. Where do you think you see yourself you know, seven years from now. Oh, no, this is our 12th year. 12th year, excuse me. What was I thinking 2007? Yeah, 2000, since 2003. 2005 we opened. But if you were to ask me where I see myself seven years from now, 
hopefully on a beach. Um, <laughs> but hopefully on a beach with a, an exceptional team managing K9 to 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're really excited about this addition that we're putting on later this year. And uh, just going to kind of watch the growth there. Mm-hmm. I think it'll just be a nicer experience for pet owners, both for our grooming, boarding, and daycare clients. So I'm excited to introduce people to that. And then also to watch K9 to 5 Ferndale continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Do you see that there could be opportunities or have you even been approached for other locations? I do see opportunity. I have been approached um, and I'm still trying to find the right piece of property mm-hmm. to move forward with that. And where do you think that will be? Someplace in Metro Detroit. <laughs> I'm not sure where. <laughs> Very exciting. Well, I look forward to you. Having you on again, not in seven years, but right. maybe in the not so distant future right. to give us an update where things are going. Yeah, definitely. For sure. So if people want to find out about the business, um, register their dog, how do they go about doing that? So if you're interested in bringing your dog in for daycare or for boarding, you could go onto our website, which is k925.com. And all those words are spelled out. Or you could give us a call at either location and just let us know that you're a new customer who's interested in coming in. Uh, We also have a great resource online, Mm dogfriendlydetroit.com. So what we've did is we've compiled a list of, you know, pet stores downtown. We're trying to make it easy to be a dog owner in downtown Detroit. Um, I think people still have this misconception that you can't go shopping or you can't buy dog food or you can't get things done if you live downtown, which mm-hmm. you and I both know is not true. Right. But so Dog Friendly Detroit, we created about a year and a, a year and a half ago, maybe. You would ask me before, like trying to ask for lists of like dog friendly communities. Yep. Is that a part of that website? Yeah, we've got dog link? friendly housing mm-hmm. on there. You know, vets closest to downtown, emergency vets closest to downtown. Um, some of the best dog walks or dog events downtown, dog-friendly patios. So anything you need as a Detroit-dwelling dog owner, dogfriendlydetroit.com is there as a great resource for you. Thank you so much. Yeah, That's for amazing. sure. Thanks, everyone. And before we go today, of course, with this being my real estate show, I couldn't leave us without talking more about the great things that I have going on in 2017. And as I started the show, you know, it's been some time since my last one in January and um, excited to talk more about on our next show, which I won't have a guest. So it's going to be more real estate and my head spewing out my thoughts for real estate for the upcoming spring term. But I've got a bunch of new listings coming up in March. So look on my website for new things that I'll have popped up for March leading on to later spring, summer. Um, And again, feel free to reach out to me through my website, lizindetroit.com, Facebook, which is also lizindetroit.com, Twitter, the same. Also can call me at 313-617-2699. Looking forward to talking to you all on my next show. Take care. Thank you.